Hey, Sarasota, it's Bob. So it's been a wonderful grind over the past 18 months. We've had some fabulous guests. We've produced over 150 episodes. and We've had over 10,000 listens from you wonderful folks in the greater Sarasota area. It's been a lot of fun, but also it's been a lot of work. And so we've decided to take a little bit of a break until this fall. When you check out other podcasts, you're going to see that most put out a new episode only once a week. We put out two, so of course that means there's twice the work. A lot of show notes, scheduling, guests, editing, etc., etc., etc. So we've decided to take a little break for the rest of the summer and we will resume this fall. And we'll let you know. But before I sign off, can you do me a little favor? Reach out to us via Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Drop us a little note. I'd like to know more about what you want to hear when we resume in the next couple of weeks. That'd be a big help because without you, dear listener, we would not exist. As always, thank you for tuning in. Have a wonderful summer, and we'll be back soon where you can listen, learn, and connect. Good morning, Sarasota. This is episode 38. Florida tourism is hitting all-time highs after COVID bottled us up for the past two years. So it's no wonder the festival industry is coming back super strong too. Today, you'll hear from one company that specializes in mostly free festivals and events, and they have big plans for the summer season and beyond. Hi, I'm Bob Williams. You know what? I really believe it's essential to hear each other's stories. To me, it's what really makes a community feel like home. In fact, that's why I started the Sarasota Stories podcast. It's a podcast completely dedicated to helping people just like you get connected a little deeper with our neighbors in the greater Sarasota area. I do my best to bring you some of the most interesting business leaders, civic leaders, artists and authors, entrepreneurs and physicians, philanthropists and others who are making a positive impact in this wonderful town we call home. My guest today is Brett Cicera, Sarasota Events Manager from Florida Penguin Productions. Brett will share one thing most people don't know about him, who Florida Penguin Productions is and how long they've been around, what kind of productions they do, how COVID interrupted their season like so many other businesses, and how they bounced back, what it's like to manage all the moving parts so the show can go on, the partners and sponsors behind the festivals and events they do, how Brett got into this business, the Dad's Day Block Party Festival coming up June 18th, and the Suncoast's largest food truck rally, July 2nd and 3rd, which will both be at UTC Mall, and much, much more. Thank you for stopping by today, and please remember to listen, learn, but most importantly, connect. Brett Ciceri, Sarasota Event Manager for the Florida Penguin Productions Company. Welcome to the Sarasota Stories Podcast. Hey, Bob. How are you doing today? Well, well, I'm doing great. Thank you for joining us today. And what I always like to ask my guests is, what is one thing that most people don't know about you? A lot of people don't know that I'm actually the oldest of six. Um, it's kind of why I'm very personable. And I feel like I can talk to a lot of people. <laughs> and most of them are girls so you, too. So, Oh, is that right? So how many brothers? I have three brothers. And you know what? I actually have four sisters. So I'm the oldest of seven. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, I, I'm sure that was an interesting household growing mm-hmm. up. So that's pretty cool. So you were a big brother for a good part of your oh, life. Yeah. So, well, I have three daughters and a wife. And so for 
for the better part of uh, my life, I had a lot of estrogen around me. So imagine what it was like growing up in your in your uh, household. Oh, yeah. So you're with Florida Penguin Productions and you're the event manager for the Sarasota area. Tell us a little bit about what you guys do and, you know, and then we're, and at the end here, we're going to get into some of the events that we have coming up here. Absolutely. We are we're actually a really fun business. Uh, I do a variety of different festivals, markets, and expos uh, over at a couple locations inside Sarasota and Bradenton. Um, our main venue is the Mall University Town Center. Uh, we do business expos inside and markets and festivals in the parking lot. Um, and then we also have recently partnered with State College of Florida when uh, we've been doing some events over at their Bradenton location and uh, hopefully eventually Lakewood Ranch in Venice as well. Uh, the company itself, though, as a whole, uh, Florida Penguin Productions, does events all over Florida. Um, our main cities are Tampa, uh, and those include the counties of Pasco, Hillsborough, and Pinellas. Oh, cool. So, But but you're actually out of St. Pete, correct? Yep. Our main office is in the St. Pete Clearwater border, uh, right on US-19. Okay, so, but but you're down here quite a bit since you're the events manager. Absolutely. I have to drive over the Skyway Bridge uh, constantly. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, definitely weekly, yeah, yeah. and uh, I, I see a lot of people down there. So if you see the Florida Penguin sign, give me give me a wave. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm curious about you know living in sunny Florida. Where did the penguin thing? Come <laughs> That's from? a great question. Uh, we're asked that all the time. Uh, people actually think that we work with penguins, um, but we don't. Um, the owner of the company, he's from Pittsburgh, and he's been down here all his uh, life. Um, and we originally were under a different name that wasn't really sticking with people. Uh, so we came up with the Florida Penguin Productions name because we are the snowbirds that never left. Um, and it's starting to catch on. So where the penguins don't fly. So uh, we're penguins of Florida and we're here to stay. Well, that, that's pretty funny. Where Where's the um, now you do festivals and expos and you say throughout Florida. So, so you mentioned those three counties. So I assume that you guys are starting or continuing to expand throughout Florida. It seems like everything in Florida is expanding. Absolutely. Yep. We have been talking about expanding towards the villages. Uh, we've been talking about expanding the other way towards Fort Myers um, and then Orlando as well, um, which is all super competitive, but it's the demand is there. What, what tell us a little bit about the um, festivals and expo industry down here. I don't know. You, you said it's competitive and whatnot. So what what do you guys do this differently? Because, you know, you have to compete, you have to get out there, you have to raise funds, you have to make sure that you have everything is set up before the event takes place. But share with us, you know, how do you guys do that? And, and what's a little bit different about Penguins? A big thing that we like to focus on uh, when it comes to patrons is the experience. So most of our events are free entry um, or their maximum five, $10 to get in. Um, we also try to have a bunch of activities that are free for the families like bounce houses, face painters, things like that. Uh, we work with nonprofits a lot too. Um, so for that, I would say the experience for the businesses wanting to get involved in events, um, it is the new way to market and the customer service. Uh, we can be super accommodating to what you're trying to do. I think that if you haven't participated in an event or if you haven't been out to the local events, you should because uh, they're thriving once again. Yes, yes. Uh, you and I were talking right before we went live. Uh, I have a brother who's in the music industry and does does events, basically providing musical equipment and whatnot. And uh, you know, he was dead there for a couple mm -hmm. of years, and now he just can't keep up. And of course, everybody's wanting to get out. They're wanting to get back to some type of normalcy. 
And so I'm sure you guys have uh, some, some real wing dingers out there when you do these festivals. People kind of kind of kind of get a little wild. Oh, right? yeah, absolutely. How old is the company? So the Florida Penguin Productions name is, uh, I think, almost two years old. Uh, but oh, our okay. company itself was actually under a different name before called Simply Events. And uh, yeah. that was on, owned by two partners. And then the partners split uh, right before the pandemic. And uh, they went more towards doing promotions for businesses and marketing. And we wanted to stick with doing events. So we just took our events with us and kept the name. So I've been with the company and the same people for five, six years now. Uh, gotcha. But the Florida Penguin name has only been around for about two. Oh, okay. Well, so then you were there pre-COVID and now post-COVID. Yes. What was it like going through that? Um, it was really hard. Um, it just all of a sudden, every business is backing out. We used to work with huge corporate companies. Um, we work with a few now, uh, some new ones that are I'm super grateful to work with now. Um, but they all pulled out. Um, the venues are pulling out. Um, the only people that were desperately wanting to do events still were homemade crafters, bands, and food trucks. Uh, but there was no venues that were taking them. So ourselves, we actually went out of business for about six months, and then we were able to start back up doing uh, food truck rallies, uh, just get, helping food trucks get bookings to um, neighborhoods and HOAs. And then uh, I even started a video blog helping um, musicians in the area just get some more exposure because nobody was booking any of the band. Wow. Good for you. Thank you. Good for you. Uh, but uh, then we were able to get some new venues uh, that works with the Mall University Town Center. I had them prior to COVID. Uh, they were one of the ones that decided to stick with us. And uh, we were just able to do the smallest types of events and we were able to push through. What, what do your corporate gigs look like? Um, well, some of our big partners that we like to work with is uh, Suncoast Credit Union. Um, we, sure. we worked with Morgan Exteriors a lot. I think they're, are they true? Are they truest now? Or is that, was that Suncoast that Bank? That was Suncoast I forget. Bank. Somebody just, mm -hmm. okay, go, I'm sorry. So go ahead. Uh, I really enjoy working with State College of Florida. Uh, they are a big partner I work with. Um, also Cat Depot in Sarasota. Uh, they are a huge partner I work with. Um, and then some of the other companies that we talk with are like iHeartRadio. I work with MOR TV, the, the TV oh, cool. station. They are fantastic people, and I love that TV station. Um, Good. Some of those, some of those, those are some of the names. Yeah. So, but when you do a when you do a, an event like that, um, do you have a minimum of number of people that you book for? I mean, how? And it's just not an office party. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, you're 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 doing rentals. Uh, rental space and all that sort of jazz. What, give us a scope of it. So it just depends on the festival. Uh, we are starting to do our festivals more geared towards a theme. Uh, for example, I host the Sarasota Beer and Burger Festival every January. Oh, man. <laughs> and uh, yeah. for that one, we like to bring out uh, businesses that cater to type the type of theme. Um, but usually a rough festival can have about five food trucks, 20 businesses, 20 crafters, um, and but that's just that. Usually like a market, that can range differently. A market itself can do 50 to 120 crafters. Um, so it just, just depends on what type of event and what time of year it is too. Well, that's pretty cool. I mean, we're going to, you, you've brought up food trucks a couple of times now. And at the end here, we're going to talk about July 2nd, 3rd here, which is a big time food truck event we're going to have here in Sarasota. We're going to talk about that at the end here. So folks, you got to, you got to wait around till the end of the show. So you have some pretty good, uh, some pretty interesting partners, sponsors for your festivals. Talk about those because, you know, that's part of the, that's part of the business as well. You have to line those partners up 
and kind of help you do these promotions. Talk about that if you want. Absolutely. Um, one of the biggest things we do with one of our partners is our annual back to school bash in August. Um, it's inside the Mall University Town Center, and we partner with State College of Florida for that one, and they provide 400 backpacks for us to be able to hand out to students in need. Um, along with the other, uh, with the event, we bring out companies like Cat Depot and Sarasota Jungle Gardens, um, and they just help us supply school supplies to a bunch of kids. Um, that is definitely the one event that we do the most giving for, um, besides just raising money um, for the nonprofits. Um, some of the other things that we do for sponsors is usually for like a big festival, like a music festival. We're usually putting their names on the um, stages, um, things like that. So, but most of the time when it comes to paid events, we try to partner with nonprofits to help raise money for them. At the right. 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 Now, are sponsors different than your partners? Because I'm on your website right mm -hmm. now, FloridaPenguinProductions.com, and you have like Bay Care, you have mm -hmm. Florida Blue, they, uh, Cool Today. I mean, these, these are these are these are some well-known names around here. Yeah, they are. Uh, sorry, I'm kind of blurring my sponsors and partners. You're you are right. Okay. They are different. Um, the uh, Bay Care, Florida Blue, Cool Today. Uh, they all sponsor our big festivals and events too. Uh, they are the ones that would do something like the stage uh, sponsorship that I said. Um, but cool today, we've been working with them for a while now, uh, for the past two years, they've had been providing us with photo booths for our events. Um, they're really nice people. I like working with them a lot too. And, um, we try to get their vehicles out to the events for all the outside festivals well, too. Well, so take us a little bit behind the scenes because you have dates, you know, when the festivals are coming up, you have all these moving parts, you have to, you know, get vendors lined up, ticket sales, uh, you know, an electrical staging, you know, I, you know, I don't know what else. So is, so have you guys kind of like fine tune this so you get repeatable results or is it like the last 72 hours? It's a mad dash. <laughs> uh, it's definitely both. Um, we, there's a couple of us that work together here. Uh, I'm the Sarasota event manager. Um, and then we have the Tampa manager and the Pasco manager and all three of us work in an office together. And then under us, we have more people to help us with our areas. So right. when we're waiting to get ready for our events, those three months before then, we're all sitting in the office, uh, calling people, uh, making meetings, uh, going out to uh, meet, uh, different club meetings as well. Um, and then when you start to get into that month time period, then you kind of start to panic a little and make sure everything, all your ducks are in a row and everything's good. Um, and then the morning or the day before when we're setting up for the event, that's when it's a madhouse. Uh, that's when you got to prepare for anything. It can be weather. It can be an outbreak. It could be one time I had a, and unfortunately I had a car accident right outside of the entrance of the oh, festival wow. blocked traffic for hours. Um, but stuff like that happened. So you just gotta, kind of was it a like, fender? I assume it was a fender bender. Uh, no, it was actually patrons, unfortunately. Um, but uh, we had another event yeah. where uh, vendors have gotten to uh, car accidents as well. So you gotta prepare for it. Don't kill you. I'm checking. Don't you. kill your clients. Yeah. You don't get paid. <laughs> uh, usually, the morning of an event, if it's my event, uh, I'm not sleeping the night before. I'm up the yeah. entire time in a good way, though. I'm just anxious. Uh, I'm checking my yeah. emails constantly sure. for who's canceling, who I gotta replace. Um, just making sure everything is okay. So, so how many? 
festivals or teams will you have out on a given day? I mean, give us a scope and how, how big you guys That's are. a good question. Uh, we, Max, will do two events per uh, one for one day. Uh, during this uh, July 2nd event, we actually have another event that we do in Zephyr Hills. It's a summer festival that's going on in seventh mm. year. Um, so that will be going on. So our team will be split. Uh, when we do our back to school bashes, uh, the one we do in August at the Molly University Town Center, we usually do one in Brandon the same weekend as well. Uh, sometimes they fall on the same day. Um, but most of the time we try to give ourselves a break um, unless it's the expo season. Right. What are your favorite type of events to do? Events and festivals? Uh, the food and music festivals. Those, those yeah. are definitely really fun. I really like the Christmas event too uh, that we do at the end of the year. Uh, that brings out where's that? that is that where's that? That's looking? at the Mall University Town Center as well. UTC, okay, and that's great. in the back end. That includes the big parade that they do. Uh, we're right. in charge of the market aspect of it because there's so many different pieces in that one. So we'll bring out about 120 different crafters that are selling gift items, and uh, that one's really cool. Uh, tons of families come out, but mostly the food and music yeah. festivals are really fun. You guys are right out. Of course, that's UTC is right out next to Nathan Benderson Park. Mm -hmm. Do you ever, I don't know, partner or leverage maybe an event that they have going on or you just take over kind of like both venues? Uh, we have never done events in Nathan, Nathan Benderson Park. Uh, they have done events on their own that they have helped. Like we have partnered. We've had, let me rephrase that. Uh, we've had done events the same weekends before and have kind of piggybacked off of each other's marketing. Right. Um, I have hosted expos inside the mall before that they have come and promoted their events that they're doing at their park uh, coming up. Uh, for example, we do our Sarasota wellness expo every September. They do their suicide uh, awareness walk around the same time period. So mm -hmm. they come and promote that inside of our wellness expo. Well, I know they're very big, obviously, into the rowing or the sculling mm -hmm. out there. They have the Olympic trials or have in the past. And so I just thought, you know, it'd really be cool to see you guys leverage that because you can make a whole day out there. Well, mm -hmm. it's probably, it's really, really the ones I've been to out at Benderson Park is, you know, is a whole day of thing. But I mean, just to have something to kind of chop it up a little bit and go over to one of your events over at the mall there, I think it'd be really Absolutely. cool. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not giving you any ideas. I know you know your business better than I do. Yeah. <laughs> what, what talk, we'll talk about, so, so right now, so many businesses, uh, and, and it's almost like I, I don't want to bring it up anymore because I've, it's been on my episodes a number of times, but it is a thing right now. And there's two things that we're dealing with, which is uh, shortages of certain things. And then, of course, the employment uh, issues for certain industries is just impossible. So tell me what's happening on your end. Uh, we've noticed. So we when we were starting back up, it was really hard to hire anybody. Um, people were just either not wanting to get in, didn't understand it um, or they were, everybody was, going, they're getting paid. Yeah. They were home. yeah I mean, let's be uh, honest. Yeah. Uh, and that was tough. Um, but then we, once started, things started, once we hit 2021 or 2022, uh, things started picking up again. Um, we don't have as many volunteers as we used to, uh, but that is kind of as a silver lining to that because nonprofits don't have had less volunteers as well. But because of the demand of everything that's going on per nonprofit, they are more willing to get involved into the events prior to when it was going. Right. So that is nice, too, because the community is becoming more on the surface um, and wanting to be part of everything that we're doing. Um, 
I have noticed too that there has been a huge spike in food trucks. Uh, tons and tons of people have been opening up food trucks everywhere. I've been getting hundreds and hundreds of food trucks that have been reaching out to me about the food truck festival, and uh, that that's definitely been a big change. It's 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 amazing to to me. Uh, I'm you know I'm older than you. It's amazing to me to see the food truck industry develop the way that it has, and and what I think is cool is. There are a number of other venues out there, like the craft breweries, right? They don't have to put the food piece in. They just right. bring the food trucks mm-hmm. in. And I know Big Top Brewery. I mean, I like them. I like like their products. Like they have some great – I love Hawaiian Lion, by the way. And yes. uh, But but they brought – they bring – yeah, they bring some food trucks out there. And I think that's really, really cool. Yeah, uh, I love Hawaiian Lion too. That beer is delicious. Um, I – also noticed when I was a kid, they didn't bring out food trucks to events, but every single thing that my daughter has done this year has had a food truck at it as well. So Go ahead. I also wanted to add uh, another, uh, you were talking about shortages and things that were in demand. Um, I noticed that there's so many musicians out there too, that have lost tons and tons of gigs. There's venues that have gone out of business too. So if you're a business that's listening to this and are considering bringing on music, even if something super tiny, I would do it. So right, right. Well, I mean, I'm involved with a, a social club around here, and we were only closed for four or five days. I mean, we had our employees tested and all that sort of jazz, but we were we were only closed a little bit. But there were a couple of musicians that love us because because they we came, they came in and played for us. And uh, you know, you have a social club and people play pay dues and initiation and whatnot, and and everybody was moving down here, right? They're they're leaving some of the states up north. That we want to go where it's open, and they're joining our club. And but you know they're going to join the club, and it'd be closed down. So I mean, you know, you, people went through you know different iterations and how to deal with this. But th- there were some musicians out there that loved us because we stayed open most of the time when some others were closed down for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so, so um, when you do when you do a festival, do you do you have like warehouses full of equipment and cords and staging? I mean, what, what do you guys have? Yeah. So uh, we Tents? we're also partially a rental company. Uh, so we do have uh, a couple uh, okay. warehouse rooms with tables and um, chairs and uh, event decorations and tons of the things that we usually need for events. Uh, the only thing that we don't do ourselves is the big, big seating tents when we need something larger than a 30 by 30. Um, and then the staging. Yep. We are always running out stages and we're always looking for people with different stages as well. Okay. So you told me what you, you told me what your favorite part is as far as the food trucks and whatnot. As the event manager, what's the what's the part about you just like you dread doing it, but it's just like it's part of the job. Um those I would we were talking about it briefly before this, uh, before we started chatting live. Um, I had mentioned to you that there's always some random things that may happen leading up to the right. event. And uh, that those types of things always scare me. They can be uh, something like the weather uh, that you have to prepare for. That, since we live in Florida, it can always be different um, emergencies and uh, 
you also we're working with a lot of different vendors, uh, sometimes a hundred at a time. Uh, so you have to read each person's personality. If something is happening with the event, people are coming to me. Um, if there's a vendor that doesn't like the other person next to them, they come and talk to me about it, uh, which I don't mind. Uh, but sometimes, you know, I have to shake my head and bite my tongue a little bit, but it, it always works itself out. It's always good. I won't, I don't want to say that vendors are the toughest thing, but vendors are definitely the toughest yeah. thing sometimes. What was, I mean, so how do you set vendors up? Somebody contacts you and says, Hey, I want to do this. Or you contact mm -hmm. them. What does that look like? Uh, you contact me, uh, you, we, or I contact you and we'll, we'll talk about the event. Um, we make our registration process very, very easy. Uh, just like you guys do. Uh, we send you a form online, you fill it out and then you get a confirmation. Um, and then we just kind of stay in touch and, I send you updates as we get a little bit closer um, with um, marketing promotions, things like that. Um, and then about two weeks before event day, I'll send out a layout to you uh, just to tell you uh, where you're going to set up, what times you can set up and how the teardown process is going to be afterwards, uh, where you can park, all that type of things. And then when we're there, I'll have, the, but right when you get there, the grounds will already be marked out. Most of the time, the numbers are there as well. And uh, then I'll, we'll walk you to your space and show you where you're at. Well, it's funny when I contacted you and I found you on LinkedIn, we're going to talk about, we, we're going to talk about the Suncoast largest food truck festival coming up here July 2nd and 3rd at UTC Mall. But it's funny, I, I somehow I missed this on your website. You actually have a Dad's Day block party mm -hmm. out at UTC Mall. That is June 18th. Uh, so I want to talk about that a little bit. So so this is a Dad's Day block party. Uh, let's see, events, catering, fathers, sports players, uh, local distilleries, men's business expo, father-child look-alike contest, sports memorabilia, silent auction. That's June 18th. Mm -hmm. From 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. That's an interesting idea. Where'd you guys come up with that? Uh, that is a fun one. Uh, that was actually started by the mall themselves. Um, and then we've been doing our business expos. They've been doing their dad's day block party with the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Tampa Bay Lightning. And uh, they just said, can we combine them? Uh, and we were like, absolutely. So we started bringing on some more partners for them. We were really able to bring on those uh, sampling stations and some of those Father's Day activities. Um, and that's it's kind of just manifested. Uh, we did a small one last year. So this year will be the first real big one. That we're cool. Doing. Are, you, are you a dad? I am. Mm -hmm. You are. Have you got the dad bod yet? <laughs> I do. And uh, I took a lot of those Hawaiian lions. So I, I, I definitely do. <laughs> it gets you. It gets you. Sit behind a microphone all day. I'll do it too, man. Yeah. At least you're out. At least you're out at the festival. Uh, on a, yeah. I usually uh, sit at a desk and then that event weekend, I'm, I burn it all off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe you need to hire me or to, to work some of that, <laughs> some of those calories off for you guys. So anyways, that is, we're going to put this episode out. We're going to promote the, uh, the June 18th dad's block party again at UTC mall. That's going to be 10 AM to 3 PM. That looks like that's going to be a lot of fun. Let's talk about, uh, something I, again, I thought this was really fascinating. Suncoast largest food truck rally, July 2nd and 3rd, from 3 to 9 p.m. out at the UTC Mall here in Sarasota. You have all those food trucks, and then you're going to do fireworks afterwards. Talk about the rest of the event. Absolutely. Uh, so the food truck festival, we're going to feature about 60 food trucks in all. Uh, the marketing uh, currently at the moment is 40, uh, but by the time this airs, it's going to be 60. Uh, we've oh, we've wow. been exploding. Um, 
They are also going to be featuring a family fun zone that's sponsored by Cat Depot. Uh, so they'll have bounce houses, um, face painters, and a bunch of different games and activities for families. Uh, most of the activities are going to be free, uh, but the bounce houses are all day play and they benefit the State College of Florida Foundation. Um, and then the fireworks are going to be on Sunday night only. Um, but the whole event is in a parking lot and everybody's welcome to come out and just hang out all day there and tailgate and enjoy as much food as they can. Well, it sounds like a lot of fun. So, so then you will have sponsors for individual events at the festival. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. And so if somebody wanted to reach out to you and say, you know, hey, um, I want to you know, I want to sponsor this event and promote my podcast. Do you do that? Absolutely. Yeah, we do tons and tons of different things, and we have tons and tons of different activations that people can sponsor. Uh, yeah, it's very easy. That's really cool. So what are you excited about going uh, forward in the future? I mean, what what are some of your plans for Florida Penguin Productions going forward? Uh, we are really looking forward uh, to just getting more established in the Florida and uh, just spreading events and and every city that we can. We're always looking for venues too that are more local. Uh, so if there's more Sarasota venues that want to do stuff, we are open to that. We have a wide schedule. Um, and I'm looking forward to just bringing some new things to Sarasota, some new event ideas that we have planning. Cool. Uh, we do the fall festival every October. That's coming back for its second year. And that one includes a carnival, uh, carnival rides, a trunk or treat that's free for families, pet costume contest, pumpkin patch. Uh, so that one's really fun. And then the beer and burger we do every January. Uh, that's oh, that's man. my favorite one. I can't wait for January. It's always over MLK weekend. Uh, we bring out a bunch of breweries that you can sample from and vote on your yeah. favorite ones. And then we bring out about 12 burger trucks. You have to buy the burgers, but you can vote on your favorite ones as well. From there. Last year, speaking of, I'm getting off topic here a little bit, but it's because of my age. No Last year, I the only beers I drank all in 2021 were Florida brewed yeah. beers, and there were some really good yes, ones out are. there. So, you know, so, sorry, sorry, Germany and Belgium and <laughs> and and uh, Coors and all that sort of jazz, but there's some really good craft beers out there. Well, listen, well, Brett, it's been a pleasure having you on the show, Brett Cicera of Florida Penguin Productions. Again, I would encourage uh, people that are listening to put mark it down your calendar that we got the Daz Day block party that's June 18th 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. out at UTC Mall and then mark it off on July 2nd and 3rd also out to UTC Mall Suncoast largest food truck rally and fireworks I think that's going to be a blast I mean you're going to see me out there for that definitely so Brad it's been a pleasure having you on the show thank you Bob and happy anytime all righty thank you all for tuning in bye-bye Thank you so much for stopping by. I sure hope you enjoy listening to our interviews as much as we do providing them. If so, would you do me a little favor? Go to sarasotastories.co and enter in your email. That way you'll get notifications of all upcoming episodes. Also, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And remember, no matter where you go, to listen, learn, and connect. Connect.